Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. 59. Becoming your own best friend. When we think of a best friend, we think of someone that is super supportive in a positive way. But they're also loyal, fun, honest, compassionate, love us unconditionally, and above all, there for us as we are for them. Best friends tend to bring out the best in each other and only want the best for the other. They celebrate all your wins, no matter how small, and give you compliments, especially when you're not feeling your best. They listen tirelessly to your stories, complaints, and heartaches, hold you when you cry, but aren't afraid to tell you how it is. But what happens when it comes to ourselves? We are brilliant best friends to others. Maybe it's only one person, but they know you will always be there for them in the ways I've outlined already. So why can't you also be your own best friend? When it comes to ourselves, we seem to shy away from doing all of the above for ourselves. We give to others, but allow ourselves to run empty for years. Plus, we accept constant put-downs and put up with our own bad behaviour and self-neglect. Yet we wouldn't accept any of that from another. Or at least, I hope you don't. If you're unsure, you can check out my blog on red flags in relationships. Unfortunately, we fail to recognise that being our own best friend is part of our basic self-care. Let that sink in for a minute. Being your own best friend is part of looking after yourself in a positive way. It's your basic self-care. Just like brushing your teeth, having a shower, meditating, eating, exercising, etc. It's all self-care. It also enables you to be a better friend to others. So what if you want to change this and start to become your own best friend? Why would you even want to become your own best friend? What are the benefits of being your own best friend? Well, there are a number of benefits to creating your own inner support system. This list isn't inclusive. 1. We become more self-reliant in our daily lives. 2. We are more compassionate and nice to ourselves. 3. Our trust in our gut instinct increases and judgment in decision making. We are less likely, therefore, to be swayed by others into accepting what is not right for us. 4. We can stand back from our own thought patterns and build a more positive internal commentary. 5. We are more likely to honour and ask for our own needs and be more productive as a result. Six, plus we are more likely to look after our own mental and physical health, therefore cultivating a more positive self-image. Seven, be our own source of comfort in times of loneliness, insecurity and instability. So what are some of the things you can do to nurture your best friend relationship with yourself? Nine tips on how to become your own best friend. One, start with some basic self-care including creating positive habits to replace any negative ones you find or feel need replacing. Get your emergency self-care kit in place to help on bad days. I've talked about this recently. Do check out my podcast on basic self-care, healthy habits and emergency self-care kits. Two, delete your negative self-talk. 
meditation there are many podcasts on meditation you can try for free if you'd like to think about doing it this is something i consider part of your basic self-care and will also help you start to notice your self-talk is this self-talk positive or negative what thoughts are the most dominant in your mind every day i've also done a podcast on deleting negative self-talk so do check that out to get more detail on this three start being nicer to yourself how do you treat your best friend how do you treat other people in your life family friends and colleagues remember your own best friend means being honest with yourself so start being honest here do you treat everyone better than you treat yourself if so then it's time to start doing some things for yourself first of course stopping being so self-critical as i've already suggested with deleting negative self-talk is the first step here but so is celebrating your wins no matter how small acknowledging your strengths your talents making a list and creating your treats and reward list but most important use it to celebrate you four ask for what you need and want if you need help support time off then ask for it what advice would you give a friend here if you saw that they were struggling with their workload hand back others responsibility is probably what you'd say or why didn't you ask for help again be honest here are you doing other people's work for them are you allowing them to skate are you the family member who everyone calls when they need help but do you ever ask for help when you need it do you cover for work colleagues and pick up the slack now is the time to stop put yourself first and allow others the respect they deserve by doing their own chores or work if you have found yourself stressed then you probably are taking on too much it's time for a review of your priorities now is the time to accept your own advice and put yourself at the top of your to-do list give yourself more compliments go on a date with yourself even if it's to a bubble bath and develop your own interests and hobbies also you get the idea if this feels scary start small and build from there five start being more compassionate with yourself if you find what i've just talked about too hard to implement then it's time to look at your self-compassion compassion is all about accepting ourselves just as we are right now and remembering you are doing your best it's about loving and caring for yourself instead of putting yourself down or needing to find a solution right here and now let go of the need to control everything in your life and know that the solution will come at the right time six spend some time getting to know yourself get out your journal and think about what motivates you what are your strengths weaknesses likes dislikes beliefs values what is your ideal day like your goals what is your ideal job or home look like where would you like to travel to your hobbies etc hunt it all down and journal it all out then ask yourself why do you want to have these things why do you want to pursue these goals are they even your goals or someone else's are they your likes dislikes values beliefs about you or have you adopted someone else's give it some thought you don't have to hold on to everything forever we all change as we grow older we can always change our mind at any time the point here is to develop more self-awareness this will also allow you to trust your gut instinct more and not be so easily influenced by others 
Seven, consider your relationships. What kind of people do you have in your life? Are they positive or negative? Do they help or hinder you? Do they always ask for favours but never return them? Do they only contact you when they want something but you know you couldn't rely on them in return? This includes family, friends, colleagues, neighbours and partner if you have one. It is very difficult to be your own best friend if you are surrounded by high levels of negative people. Not only are they toxic to be around for your self-esteem, they require a high level of maintenance from you and are not good role models as far as best friend material is concerned. It's time to review everyone in your life. Deleting people can be very scary, but it can be done. And I've talked more about this before, so do check out that podcast. But to get you started, just make a list of everyone in your life and decide whether they are positive or negative. Now, is there anyone on the list you can delete straight away? Hint, don't start with family. With negative family members, it can be easier to minimise contact at the start. You can use the same method with anyone, really. This might help you minimise your guilt at cutting them out of your life completely, if you do it in a reduced fashion. 8. Set some achievable goals and step out of your comfort zone. A lot of the time when we set a goal, it's too big and we quickly lose focus. We end up giving up and then berating ourselves from doing such a poor job. It sets up a negative cycle in our heads. By setting smaller goals, we can gain a quicker win and thus build our positivity towards successful outcomes in the future. I did a podcast recently on setting new habits and goals. Do check it out. Stepping outside our comfort zone can be scary, but very possibly if done slowly and in increments. Access your current comfort zone. Then decide what just beyond that would look like. Now imagine what a small step would look like and feel like to take. If it's too scary to even contemplate, then you've gone too far outside your current comfort zone. If it's just a little scary, but you feel it could be still possible to do, then take that step. Afterward, reflect on what happened. How did it feel? And celebrate your achievement. This is a vital part. Celebrations acknowledges to our brain that we did a great job and can do and should do it again. 9. Have patience with yourself. When you work on this, you are stepping outside your comfort zone. You are building new changes into your life. It can be scary, but it also takes time. You have to work on it every day, just like any other relationship you have. Tracking your progress can help you see how far you have come in your journey. Again, you can use your journal to do this. Notice how your sense of self-esteem, independence, self-care, self-love and positivity are growing. Celebrate all the wins and acknowledge how grateful you are to have you in your life. But most of all, remember to have fun. Work with me. Remember you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time. If you find this has become a problem for you and you'd like some support, then schedule an appointment with me. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post and I'll place a link to it in the description below. 
Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DV Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week.